Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. A texter absolutely smashed that last topic on the text line. Anyway, I'll tell you about that uh, when I can tell you right now that the fan text line is brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. A texter said, and they're dead right about this, Vegas is probably the best opportunity for that jersey rental with the amount of -of out-of-town visitors. Totally right. Somebody out on the strip or somebody downtown gets tickets to a Golden Knights game, they head over, oh, what am I going to wear? Oh, they rent jerseys right outside. Bang, 20 bucks. In 20 bucks in Vegas, you give people 20 bucks to open a door in Vegas. Like, here, here's 20 bucks. People would rent them for 50 bucks there. There you go. Oh, man, what a call. Thank you for the text. Keep the text coming, 412-928-9370. Also, Twitter, we love it there. Brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge, Jeep Ram, Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. Okay, I want uh, a good discussion, right? And that's sometimes tough to ask for on a Tuesday night at 9 o'clock, but I think uh, I'm counting on you for this. So the videos are out there. You can count on Zeiss to repurpose these all the time. He's real big in this world, right? And I'm not saying that is a bad thing, but he's he's the go-to man for this. So the videos have now reached social media of fan shenanigans from over this past weekend, right? And by fan shenanigans, I mean NFL fans fighting stupidly. And the Monday night game between... The Cowboys and the Chargers, it seems to have hit a crescendo. There are videos out there that are readily available, easily available on social media that look like a WWE match. Fights break out. They're over here. They're over there. There's simultaneously four different fights happening. And there's one in the stands that's just brutal. Guy goes over a couple rows of seats. He's laying prone pretty much. Uh, and he's kind of trapped, and another guy just keeps feeding him right in the face, just punching him and punching him, and it's like people are yelling, stop. It's a bad scene. It really is. And I want to talk to you at 412-928-9370. What do we do about this? Alcohol seems to always be the culprit that people point to and say, you got to get control of alcohol. Okay, if that is the way you feel, then how? Right? So that's layer one. Let's have a discussion. How do you deal with this? What do you do? Okay? How do you fix it? Layer two and level two of this discussion is this. Have you at all been impeded from going to games, self-impediment, saying, I'm not going anymore because people fight, because people act up, because of the atmosphere? I thought of something today when I wasn't thinking of this jersey rental thing. I thought of something today after I saw this video of – these fights at the at the at SoFi during the Cowboys and uh, Chargers game. I really did think of something. I wonder if 
we are headed for a world. Because the NFL's got it. I don't want to say it has to do something, but if they act in good faith, we are headed towards a place where they should do something. There's brutality every single week in the stands, and Pittsburgh's not immune to it. Happens here, too. Will we ever head to a place where you would have to essentially give an ID to get a ticket or be admitted into be admitted into your seat and have an ID and have a valid uh, justification as to what your identification is to sit in that seat. And you work off of, well, you just hope minors don't fight. Or somebody who doesn't have an ID. And no ID, no admission. So that you could accurately identify every single person in that venue. And that's not like some kind of thing that goes against amendments or freedom of this. They're private venues. They are. And an ID, it would be a painstaking process. But we have the technology, right? that the assigned person would have to sit in, in a, much like an airplane seat, an assigned person would have to sit in that assigned seat, or at least that was the person that was responsible for that seat. I wonder if we'll ever get to that place. What I do know is this. People always say, well, you know, there's not more fights. It's just that people have cameras all over the place now. I'm starting to not really think that that's the case. You know, I've been going to games my whole life. I'll be 47 years old in December. And that, man, I'm getting freaking old. But I've been going to games my whole life. Have there been fights? There sure have. It seems like there are more people on edge right now. It just totally does. Right? I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't. But what I do know is it's not just a fight, two guys throw a punch at each other, and they're broken up and they go their separate ways. The security in these venues now, people aren't being paid enough. People don't want to be bothered taking those jobs. It also feels like the security per capita is so much lower now that these fights are long. I mean, I remember when I was growing up, 10 years old, Civic Arena, excuse me, you would go to a Penguin game, and there'd be a fight, there would be seemingly 30 of those yellow coat guys there in 10 seconds. And I'm not exaggerating. And five Pittsburgh policemen. Excuse me. Now it seems like people duke it out for five minutes before one security person comes. And I can't blame the venue. Nobody wants to do that job for that money. They just don't. Right? So what is the fix? It's always a fix or always pointed to that the biggest culprit is alcohol. There's no way in the world that venues are going to stop serving alcohol. Is there a way in which, now people then could buy alcohol and give it to someone else, but is there a way in which that your ID card is swiped at events and you get two and that's it? That's it. You're done. It's over. It's finished. There are ways around that, right? You buy I buy two, my buddy doesn't drink, he buys two, there we go, I have four. Okay, I get that. But would that help quell alcohol? Would that help quell the uh, violence at games? 
because it has gotten entirely out of control. And I will never stop going to my games or take or going to games or taking my kids to games, particularly my daughter who loves to go to games. But I'm looking at that video from SoFi just last night. And I'm watching this and it's in halfway good seats. And it is in a place where, you know, not up not totally up against the roof. And these dudes are fighting and tumbling over the seats. And I'm thinking, what would I do if this happens at Heinz Field? What do I do? I just cover up and I get moving and, you know, hope my daughter doesn't get hit with shrapnel, so to speak. But even as such, even if she doesn't get hurt or even if she doesn't get hit or anything like that, it's just nonsensical that you can't go and enjoy a good time anymore. And I don't know, and that's why it's sort of crowd, uh, you know, I'm kind of reaching out to the crowd here. I'd love to know how you think it can be fixed. Brad's in California. Hi, Brad. Hey, thanks for taking our call. How's it going tonight? Uh, good. Thank you. How are you? Good, good. Hey, I uh, I had my little sister actually had a situation last year where I think uh, Devin Bush gave, was tossing her a pair of gloves and a grown man, like, took it from her, and then a big fight broke out from it. And I really think that the only solution is going to be where the NFL is going to have to have, like, sections where you're allowed to drink and that's it and i know you know that might just bring the fights into one section basically or three sections because that's where all the people drinking are going to be but you know i agree with you i don't feel like i'd rather sit at home and watch the game on my couch and go there and risk that now did people fight because they were running away from the gloves that were thrown to them by devin bush or were they actually trying to get them yeah, I think they were afraid of if they got it that they might, you know, lose some skills or something. <laughs> no, yeah, no not there. to make light of it, but I, no, no, you're right. yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. You know, they've tried before. They've had those family sections and different places like that. <clears throat> um, and you do bring up a good point, but in your scenario, and that's why we're just searching here for answers. In your scenario, we're simply going to corral all the people into one place that seemingly act nonsensical. But the other part is this. I can go to games, and I say this all the time when this debate and this topic comes up. I can go to games and have one beer, maybe two beers, with my buddies. We never get into a jam like this. Nice, warm night at the Pirate game. 81 degrees at first pitch. It comes down to about 74 towards the end of the game. I can have a nice, cold beer and enjoy the game and not even Think about violence. It's just a nice, refreshing beer. So why is a guy like me, suffers the wrong word, but why is a guy like me have to suffer because so many people can't behave? Sebastian's on the fan. Hi, Sebastian. How's your Tuesday? Hey, what's going on? Uh, not much. Yeah, so I was thinking of you know high school games, you know, have visitor side, home side. So, you know, if the Browns are in stadium, you just give them a certain section and offer those tickets to just those Browns. I'd fans. love so to way. say that that was a big problem, but a lot of the NFL videos I see, you have people in the same jerseys knocking the hell out of each other. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. You know, I, I'd, I'd love for it to be that easy. I would. It, it's just, it's not. What are the, re- like, we watch these videos. The other part, too, it's not a glorification. But, in, and look, I'm guilty. I put them out there. 
to show that they're knuckleheads. The exposure to me is the weird part. Like, let's say, and, and I'll retweet them and say, could you imagine acting like this? How does somebody who is in one of those fights in at Monday Night Football, they just wake up on Tuesday and go to their job? And the whole world has seen this? That's the part I never can understand. Tim's in Penn Hills. Hi, Tim. Hey, Colin. Um, it's more of a society thing. A good friend of mine worked at PPG Paints Arena. He got hit over the head with a bottle. Oh, is this the guy that got t- the, the guy? Yes. And, and yes. it's my understanding, and, and follow me here, Tim. Didn't this guy, because a, a couple of my attorney's buddies told me this, didn't he work on Grant Street as like a clerk of courts or something like that, this guy? No, I don't know if I can go that far, he, but he worked in the court system. Yes, 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 yes. And so, like, they, and this guy was a parent, and I'm not to name any names or anything, he, it's a guy trying to make an extra buck, a guy working yep. some events, yep. and somebody who uh, people said was one of the nicest guys you'll meet, right? Yes, he, yes, he is. He's a very nice guy. A super nice guy, and he was working like the Rod Stewart concert or something. No, it was the Aerosmith or Aerosmith concert. concert, and some knucklehead decided that he wanted to bust him over the head with a bottle in a Cambria club. It was nice seats. No, not the, the uh, or the Captain Morgan club. Yes, yes, yes. But my, it's it, and then the Eagles concert this weekend. There were several uh, fights. I I just don't. Okay, so we figured out the problem. People act like idiots. What's the solution, Tim? Yeah, I hate to say this. Don't serve alcohol. I mean. I, you know, I, Colin, I go to, a, uh, go to a Marshall football game. I'm not drinking beer. I'm there to see the game. You know what I mean? To see the greatest player in Marshall football history play. I don't, I don't get these people to pay $12 for a cup of beer. Well, the you know greatest I mean? player in Marshall history played from, like, 1989 to 1992, by the way. That's, uh, yes, he did. He sure did, Bob Ando. Um, but, yeah, you can it's such an easy thing to say, don't serve alcohol. And are we headed that way? I don't know. We might be. We could be. Who knows? Um, But I think that's too easy. I really do. Because, one, they're not going to give up the revenue. And, two, there are a lot of people at those games that can consume alcohol and do consume alcohol that don't act like knuckleheads. I seem to think one of the true fixes for this Anybody in an act of violence like that. And the whole thing, every one of these stadiums, every single inch, you should be video recorded. And if you don't like it, don't go in. But that should be something. But if you are videotaped and you are in a fight and you're an instigator or you are an active combatant in a fight, right, you should get a no trespass uh, and you shouldn't be allowed in that building. And you say, well, you can still buy tickets. Okay. If you do go back in and you're found to be in there, you go to jail. That's the way you can stop people. One strike and you're out. Let's continue this next. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. If you love dogs or cats, and I know that you do, the place to be October 28th, Pet Fest 2023, Stage AE, everything you need for your pet under just one roof. Dog trainers, casting agents for movies. Get your dog or cat in a movie. Come on. Artists, photos with Santa, agility course, and so much more. Tickets are Three dollars. That's it. And they're at the door. All the event details on our website, 937thefan.com. Right? It's brought to you by Healthy Pets, EV True Value, Wolfgang Bakery and Grooming, and JP Roofing and Siding. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, that's interesting news, but um, just for a moment here. So I'll take your calls on violence at games here in a second, but... Okay, so Desmond King is going to be released if they can't find a trade partner. The quick knee-jerk would be Gunnar Olszewski in the return game, but connecting dots, does that mean McFarland has to be ready and he'll be in the return game right away? Because there's no way that they can continue to put Gunnar Olszewski back in the return game. I don't know. It's just... It just doesn't all it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero is that number. By the way, college football season's here. Pitt fans here in Pittsburgh can hear every game for free, listening uh, live on that Odyssey app. To get started, download the Odyssey app and follow nine three seven thefancom We're talking about violence at games. Videos again this week that are just just terrible. Just people beating the heck out of each other. Eric's in Elk Grove. Eric, are you in Elk Grove, California? No, Elko, Elko, Pennsylvania. Oh, Elko. I thought it said Elk Grove, and I was going to ask you because I think that's the town where Kyle Larson is from, but you're not from Elk Grove, so it doesn't uh, mean anything. Continue. No, I'm, act- I'm actually from Phoenix, Arizona, but I was uh, I was transplanted here a long time ago, and I've, I've been born, I'm pretty much raised here my entire life. But So yeah, how, you were you transplanted know. here. How was the recovery? Good? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, uh-huh. I love it here. You know, I love it here. Everybody thinks I'm crazy, but I love it. <laughs> gotcha. What about the violence in games? You know, another thing that we don't talk about enough, I think, Eric, in this, are the amount of people that, because beer prices and alcohol prices are so high, they get smashed in the parking lot and then power drink right before they go in. Well, that's that's what I was going to say with this whole thing. Is like I don't think there's a whole lot you can do because if you start restricting, if you start to put a noose on people's, you know, what they want to do, they're just going to be, and they're going to do more stuff at home, and they're going to figure out a way to bring stuff in, and they're going to do it anyways. I mean, what I, I agree with you on the videotaping thing. I think if you're on videotape and you get caught doing something and you're busted, I don't even think you should get two or three strikes. I think you should get one strike and you're gone and you're done. 
I mean, I mean, you're not going to stop people from doing what they're going to do. They're going to do it anyways. Yeah, you, I agree with that. We should be. Now, the bathrooms, it does get a little interesting in terms of the legalities of all of that. But in the seating, in, in the stalls, not the main part of the bathroom, in the seating areas of stadiums, and I don't care who doesn't like this. You know, write your congressman or whatever. It's private property, all these things. Even though, excuse me, some public funds paid for this. We should be videotaped every inch of every place that we go to in every sporting venue. I firmly believe that. I truly do. And like that caller said, if you are caught fighting and you're able to be identified, which is not difficult to do in this day and age with technology, you should be issued a no trespass order. And if you're caught in there again, there should be steep consequences for it. That would end some of this. I promise you. Whenever you have regular people, so to speak, guys that work at insurance offices, people that work, you know, down at the mill or whatever, and you blast their face on social media and say, Joe Smith isn't allowed at Acrisure Stadium ever again. There's a level of embarrassment that I think would scare the hell out of people. Lou's in Bentleyville. Hi, Lou. Hey, great show, Colin. I love you as always. Um, my question is, why did we just release uh, – why are we, why we going to release Desmond King when the guy played one defensive snap, he came in like week two, he's supposedly, supposedly uh, supposed to be a decent cornerback, and we need that, and I just don't understand that. Could you well, fill me in? I, it's tough. Perhaps – it, it could scream to a couple things. So maybe it says, well, he was playing that nickel. So I don't know. It's tough from a position standpoint. Maybe it says that they're going to move Peterson around a little bit and Joey Porter's actually going to be elevated. Perhaps that Gunnar Olszewski, and there's no way they trust him. Maybe it means McFarland is truly ready to come off this week with that and 20. And we can finally cut Gunner. And Hopefully can, we can cut him. I think maybe the domino could be they cut Gunner. McFarland is the guy in the return game, and they try to swing a trade partner for him. There's no way they could put Gunner back there in the return game. This, this probably, if I'm trying to connect dots here, I would think that McFarland is the guy in the return game this weekend. That has to be what this screams. It just has to be that he's ready to go in the return game. Matt's in Butler. Hi, Matt. Hey, Colin. Hey, here's here's my comment to this. The NFL makes billions. We pay quarterbacks millions and millions and millions, and all players millions and millions. Tell them to cough up for security. Well, here's the thing. Well, control. People don't want those jobs. People don't want the jobs. Make the NFL quadruple the pay. You're paying everybody else tens of millions. Quadruple the pay for security and make the NFL pay for it. Even as such, let's say you quadruple it. In an overly litigious society where you see people shoplifting and running out of buildings with handfuls of stuff, people in this day and age are afraid to get involved, even if it's part of their employment. You grab somebody, you slam them on the ground, they hit their head, bang, you're in trouble. Well, then that's why you're making an argument that that the security shouldn't even show up because... No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm saying that in its current state, people don't want those jobs. There's a philosophy well, that is set in. More people, there's going to be more people who want them if you quadruple their salary. They say that about policemen. People don't want to be policemen because you're seen as, as the bad guy. 
it's the same thing. People don't want to be – we have we lacked, we lack a moral compass and we lack respect for people who are supposed to be authority figures. You can't pay – and I'm being facetious to some degree, but you can't pay a, some people enough to do that job, Matt. I'm telling you. That's I, what, I, I don't disagree, but th- there's got to be a break point where you're going to attract more people with more money. Okay, let me ask you this. NFL, how mu- Would you attract qualified people, one? And number two, how much would I have to pay Matt in Butler to go down to a stadium and deal with 66,000 people and a bunch of them being drunk? Well, and, and hey, you got to attract more people so that you're not standing there alone as Matt from Butler uh, watching over 10 sections. You've got to have 10 mats from Butler watching over the same number of sections. And the NFL should be pos- responsible for paying for it. I mean, get, this is getting crazy. I mean, you're getting people who are, who are getting hurt badly at these games. I mean, some of them killed. It's like, my goodness, this is getting ridiculous. Oh, I don't disagree with you. I watched the video. Hey, I would never. I love to go to games. I would never go to a night game anymore. Never, ever, ever. Yeah, I would tend to agree with you. And and maybe and look, Matt, people laugh or maybe people think that I'm sort of some prude and I'm not. I'm not at all. But in terms of taking my daughter and she's 12 now, I only go and sit in the club seats or in a private box. I I'm not sitting up high in the the top level. I just I don't. And I'm assuming you're only going to the one o'clock games because if you start to go to the 4:30 or or heaven forbid the night games, those are the worst for for Waiting. I'll go to a four o'clock game. That's pushing it. But the one o'clock games, preferably, Matt. You know, yeah, it, it, you know what this really comes down to. What really, if you really boil it down, and what we're left with is this. I think you and I are probably a lot more closely aligned than how we started this conversation. And what it truly comes down to is this: our inability to have respect for ourselves and our in the other in our common man in this day and age. Like, I've never walked into – I'm mortified that in a big crowd that I'm going to be the guy that would ever fight. I've just – what happened to having respect for other people, yourself, in a fear that you're going to lose your livelihood? Like, the the whole it's not worth it, Matt. I, I, I totally agree with you. But unfortunately, I mean, society is what it is today, and it's – it, if you if you do what you said about social media, put these people on social media. If this guy can't return to a game at at our stadium again, then that may you know that may bring some weight for people to think twice. But when they're all liquored up, sometimes they can't think twice about it. That's why it's my too- favorite place to watch a Steeler game, Matt, is my couch. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I know. Thank you for the call. It's We shouldn't have to just throw our hands up, though. And this is very true and very real. And thank you for the call. Matt seems like a great guy. He does. But guys like me and Matt shouldn't have to throw our hands up and, and let the other side win, so to speak. That shouldn't be the solution. Kenny's in Cranberry. Hi, Kenny. Why can't it be like a $5,000 fine? Just like if you walk on the field, run on the field, you get jail time and a huge fine. Why can't they just make it a big fine? I don't know what the fine is, to be frank with you. I don't know if you get a uh, public intoxication ticket. I don't know. Well, I would guess that one side has to agree to want to press charges with the other. You have to go to court. You have to do all that. And when there's mutual combatancy like that, are people prone to do that? I don't know. 
I don't know. But you should be ordered. You should be given a disorderly conduct at the very least for fighting in a venue like that. Thank you. Well, sure. There we are. I don't. It, it it always turns into this, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but we are left with trying to find the answers, and none of us can. Tr- we come up with what we think are good answers. The mystery for me is that they're not triggered into being rules, right? Why are we so afraid of having very firm and very, um, and even what you would think would be over-the-top rules about fighting in our sports venues? Because I'll agree. I'm no prude, right? Look, I've seen fights, been in fights, not at stadiums in my life, you know, and and all that kind of stuff. But it has gotten out of control. It really has. Frank's in Cranberry. Hi, Frank. Hey, Colin. How are you, Frank? Yeah, I used to. I'm doing good. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Thank you for asking. I I work every once in a while for the pit games down at the stadium. Sure. And they have a policy where if you're taken to an area of the stadium, your name and everything's taken down. Supposedly, they go back to the. Uh, it goes back to the chancellor of the school and. I don't know what's done from that point on, but I used to work the preseason games for the Steelers. I got I got season tickets, so I don't work the regular season games. But they, uh, I was told at one point that if you have uh, season tickets and you get involved in an altercation, that you could possibly lose your season ticket. I don't know if that's the case or not, but that's what I was told. When yeah. I worked at Steelers. Well, that's all well and good, Frank, and I don't. Uh, I believe everything you're saying, but there are so many tickets to those venues, to all NFL venues, that are bought on the secondary market now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, back in the Three Rivers days, it was different. The only way to get tickets on the secondary market, really, were to buy them off a scalper standing outside. It's just much different. What are the fixes, though? You know, I don't want to say – I am. I guess I am tired of – Monday morning and Tuesday morning, you put everything through the sifter of the NFL week, and you have regular features now, right? You turn on NFL Network, you see, oh, here's a feature on how all the quarterbacks did. Oh, here's here's a feature on the best defensive plays. Well, on social media, honestly, early in the week on Monday or Tuesday, one of the, and it's not a feature, nobody sponsors it or anything like that, but you can count on somebody disseminating fights from inside the stadium like clockwork like clockwork on monday or on tuesday if not both and even if it takes that long sometimes it's pretty much in real time be while the game's still going on this happened in this place two minutes ago and it's the fourth quarter you can count on that that is something that comes with the coverage of our games now and again, I'm not a prude, but it is, it's is—it's kind of despicable because I am at the point in my life where I'd like to take my kids to games more, but I don't want somebody to get busted over the head for just sitting there. Let's talk about this a little more. 412-928-9370 is that number. That's 412-928-9370. I'm with you all the way until 1030 tonight right here on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I can't get over my trip to the DMV today. I'll take your calls on violence at games in a minute. It is, I went to the Duncan Manor DMV today, which for those of you who don't know, I I don't know any names of roads. I just know how to get places. I'm not unlike any other Pittsburgher. I, I, I know the names of the main streets and roads, but I don't know the names of the roads. I, well, it's Duncan Ave, I guess. You go down, you wiggle around. I know. I go shortcut, though. I go a different way. I go by, like, Wildwood Country Club, cut down the one road, make a left there. I don't know what the hell it's called. I come out of Belisario's, and I wig, uh, make a right into the parking lot there, and it's right there. Anyway, Duncan Manor DMV. Most improved. It gets the most improved facility on the face of the earth over the past five years or so. Absol- absolutely, they get bad mouth, the DMV. And I think they've come out from, I think it's antiquated to say the DMV sucks. I was there like nine minutes today and got a new driver's license. I am still reeling in a good way from my trip to the Duncan Manor DMV, the Department of Transportation, the driver's license center, whatever. Got my camera card. I went in. It was, uh, again, I'm still dumbfounded. It was like a joke was played on me. That's how painless and quick and easy that it was. And I anticipated, I anticipated having a day begin like I was a human pinata and just having, just getting beat all to hell and being in there for two hours, people being miserable, <clears throat> yelling and screaming at each other, and people not knowing how to use the computers. Everybody blaming everybody else. A real standoffish clerk. It was the exact opposite. I couldn't, I just couldn't even believe it. It's like I almost want to go back to the DMV and try to do banking there. Or, or, or treat it like the post office. It was so efficient. It was, it was as efficient as freaking Chick-fil-A. The DMV was. And it, it blew me away. So it put me in a good mood when I anticipated being in a bad mood. It was great. John's in the car. Hi, John. How are you? Hey, how's it going, Colin? It's good. Thank you for asking. Uh, this violent stuff at games, 
I don't know. Like, I don't want to be somebody that just drones over it and drones over it, and I see the videos and stuff, but it kind of has reached a point where I think a lot of lot more people need to deal with it. Here's the thing, though. When it really boils down to it, and I've heard a lot of people say, oh, the stadiums need to stop selling alcohol, or, you know, the stadiums have to do this, the NFL has to do that. When it boils down to it, it's not ultimately going to fall on the stadium. It's not ultimately going to fall on the NFL. It's what it ultimately is going to fall down to is it's going to fall on the cities that are the hosts of these games. Because if you can use a comparison, if you look back a few years ago, about five years ago, at a Kenny Chesney concert, the trash that was everywhere, the fights that were ongoing and ongoing, because parking lots were opening, opening up at 10 o'clock for a 7 o'clock concert, it doesn't matter how much alcohol you sell in the venue, it's what happens outside is where people are going to get really, really drunk. Because why? It's cheaper. You go buy a case of beer for 20 bucks, or you spend 14 Let me bucks give on you. All right. I, I have spoken your wavelength for a long time, and people say I'm crazy when I say this, John. Are you ready for it? You know how I think you can control alcohol or how you can control fights and how you could uh, how you could quell some of this problem? I have said for years that they should lower the price of alcohol in the venues. You, you could lower the price? That, that is the one way you could do it. However, why not have the cities take the approach of doing what they did with Kenny Chesney concerts where you had the lots opening at 9, 10 in the morning while all this fight were breaking out all this trash was left everywhere so what did they do they moved the opening of the lots so you got a 1 p.m kickoff lots don't open till 10 o'clock all right it's the consumption of alcohol on the outside and then yes you're going to go inside but you only got three hours and if you put a time frame on it where after the you know third quarter no more alcohol sales you're really only leaving two hours of alcohol. Let me let me time. let me play devil's advocate for a minute because and it's not really devil's advocate. I feel this way. How old are you, John? I am thirty. Okay, you're thirty. Even in your time, you've seen this. In in my time, I've definitely seen this. There is far fewer parking, far far less parking around the stadium than there's ever been because there's a lot more buildings around the stadium than there ever was, especially with Three Rivers, right? Uh, at least that's how it's Parking shrinks and shrinks and shrinks or at least becomes more vertical every year. It, it, that's my observation around our stadiums, okay? Like when I was, little, when I was a little kid, there were huge seas of cement all down around the North Shore, okay? So – that said, you can do that if you want, but I think fewer people are actually driving there and doing all that anyway. I think more people are going and going into bars or going and drinking at places and then taking uh, Uber or whatever. So it would it would put a dent into it somewhat, but I just they, the parking lots have shrunk in a big way. Yeah, but uh, now definitely down on the North Shore area, but you also have your lots, you know, up outside going up the hills. There's the few gravel lots and places like that where a lot of people go and for a 1 p.m. kickoff are rolling in at 7 a.m. So, I mean, if the city takes the approach and gets with these lots and says you cannot open your lots until 10 o'clock for a 1 p.m. kick or even noon for a 4 p.m. kick, it's going to limit that that possibility of people getting hammered drunk because they have five, six hours to drink in a parking lot before they even head into the stadium, and they're already drunk. Because realistically, the, last, the only resort you're really going to be able to take in this is you're going to make people have to take a breathalyzer when they walk through the door. No, you're right. 
you you bring up such good points, and the the best point is there's really no solution. Self governance is a solution, and we've seen with NFL games in this town and in others, people who are otherwise logical human beings for the other six days of the week have an inability to self-govern and act like total buffoons on that seventh day of the week. The NFL owns Sunday in this country. And for some reason, we step out of our normal MO and generally who we are, some of us, some of us, not all of us, but the people you see who are fighting. There are some people who are normal, regular, run-of-the-mill people, like I said, that work in insurance offices or, you know, or steam fitters or whatever they are. And they go to games and they act like something that they're not. And it is wild to me. Ryan's in Pittsburgh. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Colin. How are you? Uh, great. Thank you. Uh, so I've been to two uh, Premier League soccer games over in England, um, and they treat alcohol there a little differently. You can have it in the stadium, but you can't have it in the in seating seat. area. Right. Right. And at so halftime, they throw at halftime they throw the garages up, and you can only buy it at halftime in some of them. Or or before the game, yeah. So Correct. it's like if you want if you pay tickets to watch the game, you're choosing between drinking and you know watching the game that you supposedly went there for. It might not solve everything, but you know it could be something. Yeah, it, it it could. But the the amount of money made. This is the big rub, and it's so simple to see that people just aren't going to want to give up the amount of money made by the alcohol companies. And by the venues for, you know, it's just you follow the money and everybody makes more money at every step, Ryan. I I agree, but I like your idea as well, where if you make alcohol cheaper, I think they did this in Atlanta for the Falcons and they let you in the stadium earlier. You actually make more money, but you can then control. You have people looking if you're intoxicated, checking IDs. There's a little more control there if you have everyone drinking in the stadium as opposed to outside. Right. I bring this up all the time. And good call, Ryan. I bring this up all the time. Part of the problem, I think, and everybody's been to a Steeler game, I think. A lot of people have. You go to walk into that Steeler game, and they have those huge bins, those huge garbage bins. And there are people there that right before they walk in, they're power drinking. I mean, they're smashing back three and four and five beers or a couple shots or, oh, I got pudding shots in my pocket. I got to drink those or jello shots. I, I, I can't take them in, but I can't take them back to the car. And so I've got to do or finish these two beers real fast and throw the empties in that can. And that seems to be, for me, very counterproductive because you have people that feel like they have to, or they're going to, God forbid, waste their alcohol. They have to smash it back real fast right before they walk in, and then their buzz hits them. Whereas if you had – the reason they do that is because they don't want to step foot in that venue and feel like or have to spend $11 or $12 on a beer. They would they think that they are going to you limber their vocal cords up right outside, and then they get blasted. Whereas if the beer was more logical, logically priced – I honestly think, if people think I'm nuts for this, but if they charged less for the beer, people wouldn't feel the need to drink as much outside. Some still would, but I think a lot of people would say, hey, wait a minute, it's only four bucks for a beer inside? It's only three bucks for a beer inside? I don't need to stand out here and drink all this beer. I just walk right into the game, have a couple beers, and I'm good. 
I don't. It is a problem. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. But it definitely is a problem. By the way, 3 nothing Phillies right now over uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. They're already up one nothing in this series. This guy made a big, big mistake, this pitcher for Arizona, who said that Philadelphia was not going to be as loud as the game that he pitched in in the World Baseball Classic. They are giving him all kinds of hell, this Merrill Kelly right now. This is going – what a tactical error to come out and say, oh, it's not going to be very loud here. And they're about to take him out of this game in the bottom of the sixth inning. He's down 3 nothing. He's thrown 80 pitches. Wait till this crowd gives it to him when they remove him from this game. My gosh. 412-928-9370. On the other TV, Rich Rodriguez is punching himself in the head. He's coaching Jacksonville State right now, and they went on a 16-play drive, 56 yards, 5 minutes and 41 seconds, and they didn't score a point. Most plays uh, this season without scoring a point. And Jacksonville State, not that anybody cares, is losing to Western Kentucky 17-10. to But this baseball, you know, I read something today, and younger Phillies fans, follow me on this, younger Phillies fans were trying to say that Phillies fans and the way they treat people and the heathens that they are and how awful and disgusting people that they are, that Philadelphia sports fans acting like that is a thing of the past. That they get a bad rap, this generation of Philadelphia fans, because of how their uh, the generations before them acted. And while they are still raucous, while they are still loud, while they are still very much into their teams, and while they pride themselves into having a ton of uh, communal spirit, if you will, that they are not like their predecessors. I call BS on that. And it was a story, I forget where I read it, but I was reading it today. And they said, we are a kinder, gentler not a quieter, but a kinder, gentler Philly fan and Philadelphia fan. And, but we unfortunately need to live with the um, – we need to live with what people think of us in a mark, in a stain, in a scarlet letter because of how our fathers and our uncles and our grandfathers acted at games. Not buying it one bit. It seems like they're trying to exonerate themselves even though they probably still act like that. Anyway, 412-928-9370. I don't like Philly fans. I don't like the whole city. I think that if you ever go to Philly even and just walk down the street, people don't say hi. People don't hold doors. It's it's a much less friendly place than the western side of this state. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not being some big homer. I really mean that. It's like, it's kind of like mini New York, it feels like. People just don't want to be bothered being nice. I don't know. So every time I've been to Philly, that's how people are. They're very standoffish. And you could take it. Uh, I, you could take it. I don't need it. Uh, much more to get into. I'm here till 1030. 412-928-9370. Let's get back into Mike Tomlin and the words he said today. Did people have a problem with them or not? And the Steelers made a move. You hear about that coming up in or they're due to make a move. That news is just breaking. I'll tell you about that at the top of the hour. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Come see their half-ton and three-quarter-ton Silverados. Visit sunchevy.com tonight. Mostly cloudy, low of 46. Mostly sunny, pleasant, high of 65 on Wednesday. And a chance of showers for Thursday, but it'll get all the way up in the 70s. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.